0: Hey, this is Kyle from the Longboxcast. I'm sure you've heard my co-host Steve talk about Revenge Lover designs a million times, but now I'm going to mention it for the one millionth and one time, so stick with me here. If you need a really kick-ass logo, but you don't want to ask your neighbor's kid because you know he's going to do it on PowerPoint or Microsoft Word, then go to revengelover.com and tell her Kyle from the Cast sent you. I guarantee you she'll use Photoshop or Illustrator one of the professional design programs that graphic designers are supposed to be doing. Seriously, who the hell uses PowerPoint? Greetings, fellow humans. This is Pat Callahan uh, from All White Tukey. You're
1: listening to another great podcast on the 4 Eyed Radio Network.
0: Welcome to a brand new episode of The Arcade Bros. Yeah, we are back. And uh, Matthew will be joining me in a little bit. But uh, right now, I'm going to go through and do all the little special things throughout the show. So, of course, this is episode number 95. Uh, this is March uh, 15th, if you're listening to the show. Uh, of course, uh, you can find us at... Well, the in the Arcade Bros webpage is under wraps right now, so we'll wait till that's... um. Uh, you know, done and uh, <sighs> under construction right now. So, uh, but of course, you can find us on www.4iradio.com, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube Swell Radio, and Player FM. And of course, this episode is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrates and designs that fit your personalities. For samples and inquiries, please visit RevengeLover.com. And don't forget to check out Amazon.com. Go to the net and click on the Amazon banner. And shop like you normally do. I'll have a little taste if you do. And without further ado, here is Matthew joining in on the show. Hello, Matthew. Hey, man. That worked out perfectly. What's up? Not much. I just did the intro and music and everything then. I said Matthew will be joining us shortly, and boom, you popped in. So we are raring to go. Oh, awesome because i know you gotta probably do some stuff or you're probably like me where we both want to jump back in and play some more division so (laughs) um
1: (laughs) yeah the game's pretty fun man
0: yeah um well we'll definitely talk about that um uh we just i i honestly not too much like show notes have happened this week um i think the biggest news was the whole uh microsoft canceling fable legends yeah yeah i was was just looking at the uh the stuff that you put in there so everything else will be uh, pretty quick so this probably won't be that long of an episode but i figure why not um have cool. a few things to talk about but uh yeah matthew how are things things are good things are good man sorry if i sound a little
1: congested we were out at the ostrich festival today Ice. allergies
0: i saw that i was all like dang so. you had a busy weekend my friend you went to the zoo ostrich festival mm-hmm. man you're just living the dream it was uh it was a good weekend man
1: Um, So, uh, um, no, things are good. Uh, I haven't gotten to play a lot of games this week. Um, but I did pick up the division. Finally, I waited and I waited in, uh, last night after having some, some drinks, I made a purchase. So, and I did it uh, digitally, digitally. Um, I normally do a physical copies of games. So, so uh, it be interesting doing the digital side of it.
0: Question with the digital one. Uh, did you get anything perks wise or anything that going through the Xbox store? Oh no! not Oh, uh, no. Hold on. Uh... Yeah, I was like,
1: did I lose it? I think
0: my yeah. computer... I okay, there you are now. It's like all of a sudden your little uh, screen froze. So I was like, what? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, were there any perks? I know because certain places do like, you get this or you get that if you go through what? So did Xbox give you anything or just... No, Just did get anything. I know like uh, looking at the retail copy, you got like the hazmat
1: suit or something like that. Yeah. Um, no, unfortunately, I didn't get anything like that, but... Um, it's okay. I'm not too upset about not getting a hazmat suit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Honestly, I don't even know where my hazmat suit is. So (laughs) like I downloaded it when you go to, when you go to, um, when you get just the,
1: the appearance, like the clothes and stuff that you get, um, be like a complete set tab. And I, I think that's where you would go to equip it.
0: All right. Well, I'll go ahead and look for that in a bit, but yeah, of course. Yeah. We've been playing the division. Um, I've been playing Until Dawn and Halo 5 finally, Zelda as well. And then Matthew and I, we, uh, we jumped in the other night and we played a game called Blades of Steel for the original NES. Yeah. And uh, I think every once in a while you and I have to sit down and just play an old school NES game. That's why i got to map my thing. And let's see if it holds up to what we remember or is it a lot better. Right. Uh, I assume it's a, probably a lot better now because you kind of know what you're doing. Um opposed to I'm pretty sure if I rented this game like back in the day, I'd probably have played it for maybe 10 seconds and been like, fuck this game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's literally like two
1: buttons. You either shoot at the goal pass or uh, you run into the other person just with your directional controls to start a fight.
0: <laughs> yes. And the fighting uh, does deliver just that side by side screen and just mashing buttons and trying to knock the other player out. So um, but yeah, definitely the division will probably be doing a lot of uh, Twitch streaming as soon as possible but yeah it's a very fun game uh definitely going to take up a lot of my time um yeah absolutely after
1: you know after being in the alpha and the the beta um it's cool to see all of the things that were locked and you couldn't access at that time now you're able to to see all the the meat and potatoes of the game um granted i'm still so far in the beginning of this game but i can already tell that it it's gonna make me want to grind to to unlock that next that next wing or that thing. So,
0: which is kind of funny, uh, you're not really that far behind. Which is actually really kind of funny about that because you've done about two of the main story missions besides the prologue stuff. Yeah. And honestly, I like I think I've only done uh, I think I did a third mission after that, and then I honestly maybe did another mission after that. Okay. So I've only done maybe of the story mode missions maybe four or five. Okay. So nothing like two major, but bet again, it's like running around and trying to do all the little side missions and find stuff. And you get, you know, things for that. And I kind of like the fact that there's like the three, like the security, electricity and medical. Um, and they all have their own points. Right. So when you have to upgrade and stuff, you're not taking away from another, uh, like point value or anything that it's all like, Oh, I'm going to do this medical base system, uh, mission. I'll get a bunch of points for it, like for the other two uh, tiers, but mostly it'll be medical points to put towards the medical stuff, which is kind of interesting. So, um, yeah, for sure. Did really Uh, like that. And
1: today I jumped on with you and, uh, um, your buddy Kenny. Yeah. And, um, it was cool playing, a team of three and, and going through a mission and we we up the difficulty to hard and you know how to use strategy and, and teamwork to to get by uh certain sections of excuse me the mission i like that a lot um there's a lot of like tactics and stuff that you can do it's not just going there running gun like you have to be smart and use your abilities and things like that so Uh, It's a very smart shooter.
0: Yeah. And what I also like about that with the abilities is the fact that you do want people to have different ones equipped because I know you can have two kind of abilities and you don't want everyone to have the same exact one sometimes because then it's like, oh, crap, what am I going to do? You know, kind of thing. So I'm pretty sure I think you can do like a team of four, if I'm not mistaken. and the entire thing so it would be kind of cool just to see like okay i'm gonna have like all my armor stuff up you know i'm gonna be like the tank maybe or i'm gonna have this up or stuff like that but a lot of the perks are pretty cool such as like that medical box you can drop and it can you know uh heal people and then people can run over to and revive themselves so it's there's a lot to this game that it's kind of funny playing and then going like wow i just wish destiny kind of had some of this stuff to it right Uh, but i uh, think
1: uh i think ubisoft uh took a note out of destiny and kind of watched that game over the, the last year that that has been out or actually year and a half, I guess we're coming up on two years now, I would think for that game um, and made tweaks and in, in things to the division that um, should have been implemented in destiny in the first place. So I don't think it's necessarily fair to, to compare the two. They're kind of two different beasts, um, but they're, they do have very similar, similar qualities in the aspect of, um, being like an online multiplayer, massive multiplayer game, if you want to classify it as that.
0: Yeah, no, that is that is true. Um, I just hope they do a lot better with their like DLCs and stuff of like that, which I've already heard that I think they're going to be releasing a lot of free stuff. Yeah, um, I heard that too. So um, I think they might have taken a page out of even The Witcher's book at that point to be like, hey, mm-hmm. if you want to buy something, let's give you something that's actually worth buying right. uh, kind of thing. But yeah, I so far, I like in The Division. I'm pretty sure with a couple of the days that I have off coming up, I'm going to be grinding a lot and just yeah. playing a lot of different games and stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm <sighs> happy
1: I uh, I picked it up. I was on the fence for quite a while, and I'm glad I did it, so... But, now, yeah, just to get lost and immersed
0: in the world. Oh, don't worry. We'll definitely be doing that because it's just fun playing multiplayer. And I like the fact that, like, it could be like, oh, what do you haven't played yet? Oh, let's jump into that mission. And, like, I don't mind replaying missions over again and stuff like that because there's certain things that I'll be like, oh, I totally forgot. Or, like, oh, I have a tactic. I know what to do here. Or yeah, kind of thing you can kind of help the other player out and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, so we'll definitely be talking about it. I'm pretty sure Division is going to become the next uh, Destiny for us where we'll be talking about that every week. We'll probably touch on it. Yeah. So much so, I'll definitely be streaming more, um, especially when I have a team with me and everyone can listen to the chat and stuff like that. I think that should be interesting to watch and stuff like that. But um, yeah, a couple of stories, nothing too major came out. That's what we said it was probably going to be not that long of a show. Um, but one of the one of the things finally came out is um, they finally touched upon Gears of War, uh, what uh, the fourth one's going to be. And it looks like you're actually going to be playing Marcus Phoenix's son. Um, what are your,
1: what's your thought process on that?
0: My thought process is I'm okay with it, but I'm like, are you gonna give us what the fuck happened at the be- between this time period of Gears of War three and Gears of War four? Yeah. Um I I don't know if everyone's doing the Star Wars thing where they're like, we gotta introduce the new people and have a new generation. Like uh, like I feel like Gears of War was for us, and now Gears of War four is like for the next generation of kids. I'm guessing is what they're trying to shoot at. Okay. Um, I, I'm okay with it, but I'll have to yeah. see, like, where it goes, because if it's going to go down to this weird, like, kind of stupid, like, I'm a kid, eh, you know, like, I do what I want, right. kind of thing, so, I mean, hopefully there's some, like, thing to it, so I'm interested, but I'm also kind of wish I'd be playing as Marcus Phoenix again, and not his child, so.
1: Well, I guess Gears of War 4 is set, like, 25 years after the events of Gears of War 3. Yeah. So, um... I had no idea that Marcus Phoenix had a kid. (laughs) So um, I would hope that Marcus is in it. I mean, he's such an iconic character and he's, you know, one of the ambassadors pretty much that made the Xbox brand what it is. So it's almost like with uh, halo five when they brought Locke in there and it was like, okay, well what's up with master chief? I mean, master chief is halo Mm -hmm. and, I mean, I haven't played Halo 5 yet, but from the information that I've obtained since the time that it's been out, uh, it locks like 80% of that game. And so it's, it's kind of interesting, and I'd be interested to see once we get more details about Gears of War 4 if it's going to be kind of like that in this same kind of boat where marcus is in it but uh he might not be the biggest predominant role.
0: yeah so i mean i'm interested to see where it goes i mean obviously we saw a little bit of glimpse of it we'll probably get more detail with the e3 stuff coming up in june um yeah. they're gonna be releasing a bunch of you know stuff so this is just all like teaser stuff beforehand uh but yes yeah, sp- speaking of halo 5 that you brought that up um yeah the funny part is is like yeah you're playing basically the guy from odsd On the one team. So basically you go back and forth between teams. So it's almost like Halo 2 where you kind of played as the Arbiter and then also Master Chief back and forth throughout storylines. So you're doing that with the Halo 5 where like you'll play as this team. uh, I guess they're called Blue Team. And then I guess your team is Red Team. Uh, So you go back and forth between them. So, I mean, all I've played so far is just two levels, two missions. Uh, Got a feel for each of the, you know, things. They pretty much play exactly the same, except one you're Master Chief and one you're the other one. But it is very interesting because even they said, like, Master Chief is kind of going rogue uh, and you have to go after him. But even the guy who... um, Nathan Fillion plays, he's like, you do realize when we go after him, like everyone's going to hate us, you know, like Mm -hmm. Marines are going to hate us. Spartans are going to hate us. Like everyone's going to hate us. Like we shouldn't be doing this. So I have a feeling something's going to happen in between this whole kind of story mode. Uh, thing where someone's going to have a change or something's going to happen so i mean it's it's very interesting but uh it's kind of like that same thing where it's all like yeah you know master chief is pretty much halo but then you're also kind of handed off to these other kind of side characters of like do i i mean that's how i kind of felt with halo 2 where i'm like i do not want to play as this character kind of (laughs) thing when you were playing it so um at least this one isn't like that because the controls are pretty much the same you're pretty much playing like a power suit spartan so you're like okay um, not like the whole, like ODSD, which don't be wrong. I liked ODSD. I thought it was a great game, but yeah. it was also down to that point where you're like, I'm kind of not an awesome, badass Spartan. So I'm just right. kind of like this random soldier. So, but that yeah, it was an
1: interesting time. I mean, it's kind of like Halo Reach too, you know, like there was that time in the Halo franchise where Bungie was pretty much on the outs, uh, focusing on destiny before 343 came in. And uh, they just kind of pumped out these these two games with ODST and, and Reach. But um, I like to Reach a lot. I thought Reach was a pretty stellar game.
0: I did too. I actually, I think it's funny that with the Master Chief collection that I have now, since I got it when it first came out and they have all those bugs. So pretty much I have every single one on there except for Reach. Because mm-hmm. uh, pretty much they gave you ODST, like, like HD version of that on the game. So it's going to be interesting yeah. to go through and play those through those again. Yeah. Um, which I got to actually do because I was actually playing Halo 4 again. I think I was almost done with it. And then I kind of started playing Halo 5. I was like, maybe I should finish Halo 4 and try to get what's going on with the storyline a little bit. So. <laughs> um, what? Nah, nah. <laughs> Uh, I've, never played Halo. I've never played a Halo game. I jumped right into Five. Yeah, <laughs> jump right. Well, there is those people who have who do that sometimes. Yeah. Um, I want to just hit a couple of these quick stories because I know the biggest meat and potatoes of this like news is pretty much that thing with Fable Legends and stuff. Um, this I just thought was interesting. So apparently on PC, if you're buying anything from like Steam or through uh, Square Enix, you can get this Easter surprise box for 10 bucks, and it's like I think they said it was like five or ten games. Uh, Let's see. March 11 contains five games that will be revealed after March 21st um, after you buy it. So basically the games are valued over $80, but you really have no idea what these games are going to be. So it's kind of just like, hey, here's ten bucks and let's see what Square Enix is going to give me um and that's a huge range of games i mean you could technically get like a tomb raider game from them now you could get you know a final fantasy game so i just thought that was kind of interesting that square enix just decided to be like oh here's an easter surprise because you know if anybody knows about easter it's square enix uh
1: (laughs) well uh it looks like square enix has a total of 74 games up on um steam right now so that's that's a lot of games to kind of get a grab bag for so yeah so um, if you really don't own anything well.
0: 10 bucks for 5 games it's not bad
1: yeah so. absolutely huh that's pretty cool so it um you said it was for PC and uh, PlayStation
0: i don't know if it was for PlayStation i think it just said PC it looks like if you just buy it through the like you'll just play it on the PC cuz i don't know let's see uh easter i mean if it was for uh, PlayStation i mean yeah like re- uh, yeah, with, it's, yeah, it's just PC. Yeah, just PC. Because if it was which for PlayStation, sense. I would throw down on my PlayStation 4 if I got, like, you know, five games. So it's like... Hmm. Right, yeah. But uh, they usually don't do that kind of stuff because I know most consoles are like, no, you got to pay more if you want to play games. Um, this one I thought was easy is, uh, or just interesting. So Diablo 2 got a huge update, apparently. I know, um, which is that's crazy <laughs> uh you know the old game so long. yeah it took like i guess it means the game is still doing great so it just for any new uh pc users or anything like that if you pretty much still have your uh diablo 2 or maybe if diablo 2 is on steam or i think like that if your computer's pretty much you know like exceeds what the you know requirements were for when this game came out i think in circa 1998 maybe Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i think
0: yeah it's either 97 or 98 because i know the first one came out in 94 or five maybe even three um but yeah i thought that was kind of funny that um, blizzard is still making updates for that game um and then (laughs) then this one i thought was cool so i don't know how you feel about this since you're a rocket league uh player and everything that
1: diablo 2 came out in 2000 What? Yeah.
0: does not seem like a 2000 game.
1: It was released on June 29, 2000 on PC in North America and uh, July 26, 2000 in North America on uh, Apple. Huh. So uh, that's crazy. I mean, uh, reading the article here, the last update that they did was five years ago. <laughs> wow. So that's pretty crazy. Um, the update, which is 1.14a, doesn't add a whole lot, but it's... Uh, it's important for one big reason. It's designed to make the game easier to play on contemporary hardware. If you're on a Mac, this would include new installer for uh, uh, OSX, their operating system. So. Oh, okay. Um, it's basically just keeping it maintained so that it can uh, still be still be played. Looking at the screenshot, I told man, I haven't played that game in so long, but. I played a lot of hours of Diablo 2.
0: It's kind of, well, I mean, I think it's kind of crazy because, I mean, people are probably still streaming those games, those old school games. I mean, we still have people who mm-hmm. are streaming, you know, Team Fortress 2. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's like, that's why I think it's funny that I wish I knew how to do the streaming with old, old school systems because uh, I would love to just do a whole thing just to be like, oh, here's uh we're playing, you know, uh, Blades of Steel today, you know, just kind of yeah. like old school games or whatnot. And honestly, like, so Matthew and I were playing this, that game, and honestly, it looked really good on my TV. Surprisingly, thinking it would be it really, did. really bad for like you know an eight bit game on a, a flat screen TV. So um, yeah, I was I was surprised by by the quality of it too. So I just thought that was interesting. Um, this one I thought it was right up your alley. I don't know how you feel about it because you're you've been playing Rocket League. You're a fan of Rocket League. Mm-hmm. I've seen you play Rocket League. You're very into it. Uh, it's a game that yeah, I'm thinking of probably picking up as well. But it looks like they're getting a basketball mode. Um, yeah, I saw this
1: in here. I had no idea and I'm, I'm intrigued, man. Uh, it's going to be interesting because it's going to use a lot of like trying to get aerial goals or in this case buckets. Yeah. And, uh, it's, that's where it gets pretty tricky, man. Like it, it's one thing to, to shoot the, the ball into the goal when you're just driving around, but to like time it to where you jump in the air, use your boost. So you're basically propelling your rocket car. Um, and, are, you know, steering it within the air to get to the right to directory to hit it into like the goal or with this new update, which would be a basket. It's going to be a whole new challenge, man. It's going to be pretty cool. I like the screenshot though. It literally is a basketball court.
0: Yeah, it's, I thought it was looking pretty cool when I saw that. I was like, oh, okay. Cause yeah. I know they do the soccer now. Now, hopefully they don't get too over crazy with this where they're like, okay, we did soccer, basketball, and now we're going to do baseball next. And you're like, no, no, not. Uh, I don't know. Do I yeah. mean, they
1: are—they have a hockey one, Ooh. which uh, they rather than the ball or the soccer ball or whatever, they change it to a puck, and uh, you know the the court is uh, it's got ice and stuff on it, so it's, okay. it's cool. So,
0: so that's kind of cool. I, I'm actually kind of happy about that because it seems like a game that not only is it a fun game to play, easy to jump in and just do little things with it, but like some of these massive updates. I'm curious if they're gonna have like uh, ramps. I don't know on the thing like, to help you kind of get like aerials and stuff like that, maybe, but cause I'm, I'm not sure how it, I mean, I can see you jumping up in the air a couple of times or it even looks like there's little landmines. Who knows? Oh, those
1: are, so those little things you drive over them to, to build up your boost. Oh, okay. But looking at the picture, the, the rim of the basketball hoop kind of has, it looks like a ramp. Yeah. But it, I don't know if that's just kind of like the goal area to, to, to find where you can score points because there's if you look, there's actually a car mm-hmm. within the net um,
0: area. So, I don't know, man. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Uh, so, I think that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. Probably um, I didn't even know they were doing this. I would just brush Apparently, everybody's canceling stuff, but before we jump into the Microsoft cancel, but I guess pay, PlayStation 4 is going to have a EverQuest game. I've never played any of these um, MMOs online, but I guess it was called EverQuest Next uh, was canceled. Daybreaker says it's... Uh, it just wasn't fun. Huh. Um. So, uh, honestly, never. It's actually, I'm c- kind of curious, because I think somebody I know or used to know or was acquainted to at one time, I think their company actually got the marketing for this game. Oh, really? So, I don't know if this is going to hurt them at all or whatnot, because right. they were in development of this uh, new EverQuest game. And this is the only new one that I knew about that was coming out um so yeah so i guess playstation decided uh xbox is canceling a game we're gonna cancel a game um (laughs) i don't know if that's how systems work or whatnot but uh diving into that story because we're just kind of flabbergasted by it so uh, no offense i love the fable series yeah one two and three have been great uh fable legends i played a little bit of it not really my cup of tea but i was kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt because it was a beta Mm -hmm. um but apparently uh Microsoft canceled Fable Legends and mentions proposal uh, closure of the iconic game studio, uh, Lionhead, um, which pretty much kind of put them back in like kind of like good graces with gamers at one point. Um, Hmm. So the one thing I thought that was interesting, I guess anybody who bought anything for this game or purchased inside gold or anything that or actually put money towards this, uh, they are going to credit those people back. Nice. Um, I That's think, good. That's good. Uh, yeah, I think the server is going to stay open until I want to say maybe towards the end of April. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Fable manager was announced. Okay. This was, yeah. So was announced in 2013 and then I think the beta just went live sometime last year, right?
1: Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. Cause I, I've been, I've been in the closed beta for a while, a while, man. Jeez.
0: Yeah, me too. Like I keep getting emails about it. Like you need to update. I'm like, I haven't even touched this.
1: Um, <laughs> Honestly, um, just like you said, Fable Legends wasn't for me. Um, I liked kind of following along to see the new updates and things that they did, but I wasn't completely sold on the idea of 4v1. I just want, you know, I want a Fable game. Like, Fable is Fable. None of this um, weird formula. It's It's like Evolve, man, where you have the four people versus, like, one... Villain or whatnot, and the villain was putting up traps and stuff throughout the world to stop the four hero protagonists
0: so was that what this one was supposed to be fable legend yeah. okay, that's what I was trying to remember because I remember there was like that yeah I I, I it kind of sucks because you think about it like fable I'm trying to think my favorite has been fable two, and I know a lot of people either mm-hmm. you like fable two or you didn't like fable two and yeah, if that you was my favorite and too. if you liked fable two, you didn't like fable one. Or you didn't like Fable Three? I don't know. There was this weird like thing where certain people were like, I like this one, but I hated this one. But I did get the HD remaster of Fable, um, and I was playing that. I got to get back into that again, but it is really you know fun and everything like that. The third one I stopped playing because I got to the part where I have to build up everything yeah, for I'm the upcoming try. battle. So, um, but I mean it was still an interesting gameplay and stuff like that. But yeah, I it kind of sucks because I kind of would wish they would just do like a Fable Four, uh, right. especially with the Xbox One graphics now and just especially after seeing stuff like The Witcher and this open gameplay and stuff like that so I yeah. don't know so it just seems weird that they decided they're going to close uh this Lionhead Studio That's yeah that's the shocker to me too I mean Lionhead Studio has
1: been around it's been a pillar for for the Xbox brand I mean Fable was right up there with like Halo and Gears of War as one of the big franchises for the 360 so to just go in there and cancel Lionhead Studios altogether is is really shocking to me. I mean, granted, you know, Xbox still owns the IP for Fable, so they could give it to another company if they want to even go down that route. Now but you all those people, I mean, yeah, uh, my my thoughts go out to them. You know, obviously they're talented people, so I'm sure they they'll be able to find a a, a new home, be it at another studio or something within the industry. But man, that's a hard
0: hit. No, it is a hard hit. Now, I don't know, like you said something, like they still own that IP and stuff of that. Now, you mentioned something that I didn't even think of. Do you think they might hand off the Fable franchise to, like, Rare is what you mentioned?
1: Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, anything's kind of possible at this point, I would think. Um, and, you know, Rare is another studio, legendary studio, and um, it might be interesting to see what they would come up with it. But I don't know, man. It, it's it's really anything could go at this point maybe we will see fable again maybe maybe we won't i hope we do though i think it's um a big enough and important enough series to have it live another life uh, another breath
0: yeah so we'll see what happens with that because it looks like i mean i know uh lionhead studios i know they also did a game called black and white uh which was Mm -hmm. only for uh you know pc and stuff but it looks like uh let's see uh with fable series over the past uh decade press play uh Uh, also industries uh, with creative sprites behind games like max and the curse of the brotherhood and uh so I mean they've done a couple of other games bef- like the side company uh, with Xbox, um, with uh, Lionhead Studios. You know, did a couple of games for the Xbox One to begin with uh, already. So, but yeah, we'll see what happens. It's just kind of this, just like it literally came out of nowhere. Where I was just scrolling through Facebook and going like, Microsoft canceled Fable Legends. I'm like, wow, that's kind of a weird thing. And then this whole like, you know, maybe closing down Lionhead Studios. So, yeah, I, it's crazy, man. I, again, I like I said, I. My my thoughts and heart
1: goes out to all those affected by this. But
0: yeah, you guys I, can do it. I think the I think the best company that ever did like massive layoffs or closed down is when the guys from uh, Bioshock. Um, mm. the guy was like, "Look, I don't want to do this kind of stuff anymore, but I don't want to throw everybody under the bus." And they literally like they're, I think their like last week of work literally was them doing a job fair. And him just literally giving, like, other companies letters of recommendation of his, like, other, like, employees and stuff like that, because he just wanted to cut his team down to, like, a smaller team to work on, like, maybe just kind of downloadable games or, like, indie games and stuff like that. And then he was, like, very kind of cool, like, oh, you need a guy who knows how to do, like, this? Oh, boom, here's this guy. He knows how to do it. Like, he was – and I thought that was a smart way to do it where he was like, look, I'm sorry for doing this, but I will – I want to find everybody work. Uh, yeah. kind of thing. So which is kinda which you really never hear um half the time. But with uh internet like Twitter and everything like that I remember a couple of especially with those what was it that uh fuck that one studio that went down with Kirk Schilling. Oh um yeah. Oh man. Oh I can't think I can't I can't remember the oh, uh the name oh. of the I know it was the uh Kingdom uh, of Alamar. Yeah Kingdom of Alamar, which again another great game that I feel like was not not very well re. Uh, not I shouldn't say well received. I just don't think EA marketed very well. Uh, game was pretty rad. No, I loved it. Oh, 38, 38 studios. Yeah, thirty eight studios. Okay. Um, but I know as soon as that studio like went under and people were posting like pretty much their job resumes on uh you know Twitter and Facebook and stuff of like that. Like I know Naughty Dog picked up a couple of people and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So I think the gaming community is pretty good at just like finding people jobs and stuff like that, which is kind of cool. So. But, uh, yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Arcade Bros. Like, we didn't lie. It's going to be a short episode because I know I want to dive back into some uh, division. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, that's going to be this episode, really quick and easy. Uh, hopefully next week we might have guests. I'll have to track things down, so we'll figure that out. But, of course, you can find me on Xbox Live and Wii U at School days 069. And PlayStation is School Days without the uh, zero in there. And, Matthew, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Xbox Live at AirGyle, A-I-R-G-Y-L-E. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Arcade Underscore Bros, and also now on Instagram at Arcade Underscore Bros. So uh, go ahead and follow us there. We'll try to post different things, funny memes and whatnots, And, uh, yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Arcade Bros. And without further ado, keep on gaming.